and so your mind can be in chaos before you've even stepped out of the bed of a morning. It's clear that it's important to rest, the importance of rest and what God can do through rest. Where do I need the rest? Hey girls, you've tuned into Brave Heart Talks podcast. We're so glad that you're here with us. And if it's your first time, these are podcasts that come to you every two weeks. And they're just conversations that are going to help you in your world. And you are so welcome to join in with these conversations. I'm Meg and I'm joined with Pasta. Emma, how you doing? I'm doing good, Meg. Doing good. 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 As a little introduction, Emma, I'm going to do a little game with you. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I'm going to say two it. things. And you've got to, whatever comes to your mind straight away, say. <laughs> she, hasn't, she hasn't told me about this, by the way. <laughs> Only Are you ready? Oh, go on then. Tea or coffee? Oh, coffee. Chinese takeaway or Indian takeaway? Chinese. Walk or run? Go oh, walk every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, early riser or late riser? Or that depends on... Should I say one? Early, late. Mm. What would be your preference? Early. Early. Yeah. Uh, dog or cat? Dog. I should say fox. I'll just say if I said dog or fox. Yeah, it's okay if you follow me on Instagram. I am the foxy lady. <laughs> You're gonna have to look in this. Uh, last one, movie or series? Series. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going towards series. I like uh, a good series. Yeah, I like. I always recommend series. series yeah. So you need to always have one yeah. on the go, which is good. But hey, um, we're going to be talking today, and it's I like this conversation because actually we've just had January, and I feel like January is a weird season when you're kind of like you're getting your life going again from that little slug at Christmas. Yeah, and sometimes you can get like a little bit overwhelmed in January, and it's a bit like you go quite fast and you try everything and you get a little bit tired towards the end mm. of January. So it's February now. And I thought, what a good subject. Let's talk about this idea of rest. Okay. Let's talk about rest. <laughs> now you're already laughing, Emma, because you're one of the busiest persons I know. So we're going to go there. I, I'm excited for this conversation because actually rest is so important. And we are going to talk about that mm. in this podcast. And just the different ways in which, you know, we all rest differently and how important it is and what the Bible says in it. So let's d- dive into these conversations today, Em. You live a busy life. Do you find it easy, Emma, to schedule time for rest? <laughs> does that come easy to you? I think rest is that word in every woman's vocabulary where she's like, what is that? Like, <laughs> I don't get enough. Um, do I find it easy to schedule in rest? Um, not easy, but it's but necessary yeah so no I don't find it easy and I, I don't find it easy because I just think life is busy but busier now more than ever and you know it's it's nothing new we all know it but we don't rest because we can't rest because because we have the phone in our hands all the time True. we have social media we have the internet like you know I it, it can I can it could be midnight. I'm sitting in bed and I can go shopping. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? The nighttime is the worst for girls to go shopping. Like sometimes I I'm like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what have I spent last night? I'm on so I can have to check. Yeah, because <laughs> I can just, I can get into Amazon and I can go to ASOS and I've not gone around the shops. So even though I'm lying in bed, I'm I'm still busy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I have to, um, I have to schedule rest in yeah. rather than just finding time for yeah. it yeah yeah so. and how do you how do you then rest because rest looks different on everyone 
So like, you know, what, what works for some might stress someone out. And, you know, there is different ways to rest. Sometimes we think of rest and we might think of lying down in bed. That is rest, but rest can look different. So what do you find yeah. is rest? I'm a little bit, um, I can't do nothing. I'm not very good at doing nothing. So I have to be doing something all the time, which I'm not saying that's the right way or even yeah. the great, but that's that's my wiring, wiring and that's my wake up. But I actually find it restful when I can shift my patterns around. Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing that I do, and I do this consciously, is identify where I need rest. Yeah. Do I need it in my body? Mm -hmm. Do I need it in my spirit? Do I need it in my mind? Because feeling fatigued is not always just in one area, yeah. but we can get fatigued in different areas. And then I have to just identify, okay, you know, if it's my physical body, then I have to listen. I think we should all listen to our physical bodies yeah. because we have different staminas. And you and I go to the gym. We love the gym, although... It's been a bit hit and miss this year. <laughs> okay. more, more on my more on my behalf. However, um, and I think the the sort of having that discipline, you know, we put time aside and we say, okay, this time, you know, for this hour on this day, we're gonna go and work out and we mm -hmm. do it to the best of our ability. Yeah. And I think that the more you push yourself in that area, it energizes you, it refuels you. It's not rest where we're just, I could say, Meg, I'll meet you at this time every week and we'll lie on the couch, we'll eat a bag of chips Imagine. and we we'll watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? But we wouldn't feel any better. Whereas actually going to the gym is physically more taxing on your body, but it energizes you yeah. and it's refreshing to you yeah. and so I think it's working out where you need rest sometimes it's my mind that needs rest and even sometimes you know like when I've been studying all day I've been working on mm -hmm. the word of God all day I've been filming I've been preaching I've been speaking and I never get tired or weary of the word of God but sometimes I just need to put a movie on yeah because I need to stop my mind mm -hmm. but that also works from your mind can go on overdrive when you are thinking of a problem and you're stressed out about a situation that's when you need to do the reverse and you need to go and pick the word of God up yeah. and change your focus yeah, I love that. you know and so we can get tired mm -hmm. and need rest in different areas yeah. so I think first of all identify within yourself where where do I need to rest mm -hmm. and then how am I going to make my body my mind my soul yeah. my spirit become restful yeah and I love that and I can identify with that like it wasn't too long ago as a family we were like it was quite intense week in terms of not physically but like mentally you know and I thought you know what we need to do we need to go to a fun fair so we went to a fun fair and it you know you wouldn't think of that as rest but for the mind it just to take yourself switch. off of them switch off turn all them things that have been bogging you down just go and have fun like sometimes fun can be that area of rest so I do love that like and I do know people do exercise for that because it allows your mind to rest as well doesn't it when you're doing that physical exercise yeah you can rest in your mind some people even like you said like it's it's people that they find rest in you know if the person doesn't stress them out yes <laughs> you know that's so they're going to hang out with a friend and that will help them yeah and I think that the, you know it it's like when I go to the gym it's a defining moment to the end of my working day yes because if I didn't define the moment I could carry on doing what I'm doing when I get home as yeah, well that's very true and so it it it's sort of 
being able to put, I guess another way is boundaries, is knowing mm. your boundaries and putting boundaries in place. Yeah. And I always know when I've overstepped a boundary because I'm fractious, mm-hmm. I'm short tempered. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I feel like I can't keep up. Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of like I'm, I'm looking graceful on the top and underneath I am paddling like mad trying to keep afloat and then I go to myself oh do you know what I am I've overstepped a boundary I've picked up something I shouldn't have picked up I've entered into something I should I've said yes to something I should not have said Mm. yes to and so it's really identifying where do I need the rest and then being able to put specific boundaries into the way that I think and what I do with my physical self as well yeah definitely I love that like putting boundaries in place and sometimes like if your weeks are always looking different it's like on that Sunday night it's like look at your week ahead and plan in plot in when am I resting what evening is my like I'm not going out I think we've done a podcast a while ago on what fuels you and I said like I go out one evening a week and that's me done I'm like right I need to be in the rest of the week and that's just the season I'm in and different yeah. seasons are different so you might be able to go out more times yeah. in the week but you know what, what's your limit you, yeah well what, I just said to there. you this morning yeah. didn't I I've just had three evenings out yeah. on the run all for work purpose and all for good purpose yeah. and all for great conversation but I'm feeling Tired. it today I can't <laughs> believe we're doing today. a podcast on rest <laughs> because I came in this morning and I was like oh I'm feeling this feeling because I know really I've just yeah. stretched myself yeah. further than than I ought to yeah and you know the next question ties on to this you know the idea of people struggling to rest because I, I don't think it's not not common I think a lot of girls and women and everyone not everyone some struggle to rest mm. why do you think that is why do you think we as this or this generational the life we're living in now we do struggle to rest I think we live in a very fast-paced society I think it's 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 become our norm this the way we do life today is just normal to us but actually if you look to generations before us the way we do life today is bizarre it's berserk mm. it's crazy it's so fast-paced that we complain if we're in a queue at McDonald's. Fast food's not fast enough, yeah. you know? And it's, you know, I mean, and, and it does sound funny reflecting back on generations before us, but actually that's all we've got to go off. But, yeah. but, it, but, but for them to think that we could just go and pick food up on the go, we eat on the go, yeah. you know, they would make time for mealtimes. They would make time yeah. to sit down at yeah. dinner table. And it was actually the pause yeah. and the sit yeah. and the engaging in other people conversation yeah. that actually it replenishes you in a different way yeah. and in a new way. And to add into this, Emma, you're making, I'm just thinking in my head that it's making me laugh. It's not even... It's actually also cultures as well. So some people don't know. So recently I went to Ireland with my husband who's mm-hmm. from Ireland and uh, we were with his family and big house and this big table and they all sat down in the morning and had this pot of tea, a few pots of tea and I was sitting there and I had my first tea and I waited. They were talking, had my second tea. I just went over to Nathan and said, how long will we sit and drink tea for? <laughs> and, he, and he said, Megan, they will do this all day. I'm going, 
what? Yeah. Like, I'm just, because I said, no, we've got to get out of here. I can't sit at this table all day and drink tea like, and talk. Like, that was bizarre for me. So we made an excuse to go out. We were like, well, we're going to go and check out the beach. We'll be back. I kid you not, Emma, I came back five hours later. They were still sitting around the table drinking tea. And I was like, wow, they know how to rest. But anyway, yeah. I just thought that was a funny it's, thought. It's different cultures. And we have different seasons in life. You know, some of our seasons are, are busier than other mm-hmm. seasons as well. But I think what happens is, I think people struggle to rest. First of all, because of what we've just said, they've not fully identified where they need rest. Is it my mind that's fried? Is it my body that's physically overworked? Is it my emotional tank that has hit its capacity? Is it my spirit that's deflated? Like what element, because we're a a complex makeup. We're not just one thing. We're made up of many different components. So so each of these get taxed and worn from time to time. So sometimes you just got to have that time where you go, okay, what is it I need? And um and 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 so so yeah, identifying that is the biggest thing for me is identifying. And then I think what comes into play, it's the pace of life we live at. I think we strive for perfection instead of realizing that we just have exception with Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, come to God as you are. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we can come just just who we are and as we are, and we are wholly accepted where we think we've got to do X, Y, and Z and somehow jump through the hoops and please the Lord. And that's not the God we serve. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then also the comparison game, because we have social media, we're that busy looking, you know, everybody else's home on social media. And then we look around our own home and see the laundry and the toasters still out and the teacups and the kids are craning up the walls and just the chaos we compare our chaos to someone else's cosmos and we yeah. think, oh, you know, I'm I'm a failure. And so we're so hard on ourselves. And then what we mentioned right at the very beginning, you know, we I, I spoke to my husband this morning, right? Because by the time I was waking up, opening my eyes, he was on his phone. And, you know, it was a bit of a laugh and a joke. But my point was like, wow, when did we become that? Like this phone, yeah. it's not actually um, being helpful to our lives. It's running our lives for us. It's ruling mm. our lives. And so, you know, all through my children growing up, they're all young men now, but we always had a no rule at the phone. I mean, you saying about the family sitting around having cups of tea, but I really used to make it no phones at the table. We always sat down and had our main meal together every evening. And we still do, to be fair, you know, so I've got two sons at home. We all sit down of an evening and we have a meal together. And like, I'm precious over that time. I fight for that. I think it's important because otherwise, first thing in the morning, last thing at night, it's the phone, it's the phone, it's the phone. And even though you could be lying in bed scrolling on your phone, you then your mind starts going, I need to buy one of them. I need to get one. Oh, I need to do that. I need to reply to that email. I need to catch up on Facebook. I need to see what mm-hmm. so-and-so is. And so your mind can be in chaos before you've even stepped out of the bed of a morning. Yeah. 
And I don't think it's how we're meant to be. Jesus himself was the son of God, savior to the world. When he walked on this earth, it said that he would often retreat. He'd take himself off. He'd go up the hillside. He'd have alone time. He said, just need to be with my father. It's like, when do we do that? Yeah. And I think that is where real rest comes from. Oh, it's definitely. prioritizing God yeah. and just saying, before this day gets going, I just need time with my father. Yeah. It's like when you hit burnout, before you take the tablet, phone the friend, do whatever, it's like I recognize and then I realize I, I need time with yeah. God. I just need to go and find a quiet space. I need to just get a hold of my Bible. I need to just close my eyes and listen to worship music. I need to allow God to minister to Mm. me. I need his voice. I need his strength. I need his peace. And so, yeah. And I love that. And I think that your last point is the most important point. And actually, I think one of the biggest, I think you've preached on this, but one of the biggest schemes of the enemy is distraction. And he wants oh, to distract gosh. us so much that we don't have that time of rest that, and that rest in, in God. And I think so often then is like the things that God wants to do a work in us, he can't because we're constantly filling our time. Sometimes we avoid that. I was reading a devotional by Joyce Meyer recently. She said how like you should have 10 minute think time a day where you just yeah. nothing around you, just 10 minutes, just give your think. mind that thinking time for 10 minutes, let God to speak into, you know, yeah. and yeah. I think because we're so distracted, we don't give him that time. So I think, you know, we, we put off that sometimes, but God, you know, it's good that like God wants to do a good work in you. So don't be afraid of that time of rest. Honestly, Megan, you've just hit such such a valid point there because just saying that, having that think time for 10 minutes mm-hmm. because God wants to do such a good work in you. Yeah. And you know what? Like if you think back, um, let's just think back prior to the internet. I mean, all through my childhood and teens, the internet was not, was not a thing. But you know, even the generations before that, Jeff walk around like um, architecture and look at the look at buildings and the sculpture buildings, and mm-hmm. even you know, um, back in January we preached on the tabernacle in yeah. church. We went into the detail and the layout of the tabernacle. What I'm trying to say is, people had to create these things from scratch. They didn't have Pinterest. They couldn't like go on Pinterest and get an idea of what the plan was downloaded from heaven. God has given us such creative minds and I think we've numbed them. I think we've put them to sleep because because if I want to get an inspiration or an idea, I'll just go to I'll just go to the internet. I'll ask Google. I'll go on Pinterest and see what others have already done. And God's like, if you would allow your mind the freedom to rest in me, yeah. that I could down the possibilities that I could download into you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's you know, it's the imagination of what 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 your marriage could be like. Yeah. We're talking about crafting and building a building, but God wants you to build a family. You know, we're just like on Google. Well, what does Google say about parenting when the kid's doing this? What should I do? We need to be going to God and saying, God, still my mind, still my thoughts. Just let me breathe in you and let me hear from you. And I think it's just something that we are losing because of distraction, Mm -hmm. because 
we all think this tool, and it is great, the internet's great. We probably couldn't live without it now. And, <laughs> you know, just the way computers and every technology's yeah. gone, we couldn't be without it. But I think as the body of Christ, as women of Christ, mm -hmm. as women of God, we've got to wake up and rise up and go, actually, God needs to be my first port of call yeah. for everything. Yeah. It's like, I, I need to find out with him how he wants me to craft and mold and build and develop what's been entrusted into my world. Yeah. And unless I'm resting in him, I'm never going to know that. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, from that conversation there, it's, you know, it's it's clear that it's important to rest, the importance of rest and what God can do through rest. But talk, talk to yeah. me about this, Emma, because it's the season that I'm in now. I'm in a season with young children. And a lot of the mums listening will be in a season of young children. And sometimes it feels like rest can be impossible. So often we can then be like, oh, it's just not for this season. We'll rest in the next season. But yeah. do you think that's okay? Do you think to have the mentality of like, we're just not going to rest in this season? Or do you think that in every single season of our lives, we should prioritize rest in some way? Yeah, the latter, yeah. definitely. And the reason why is because we can all fall into the trap of one day when. Yes. And we always think, now listen, my kids are grown up. And it 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 doesn't get it changes, yeah. but you're still a mum. You're always going to be a mum. Turn into a taxi driver. So ahead. yeah, taxi <laughs> driving, and also you know the weight of motherhood. You're never going to stop caring and worrying and praying and trying to help and fix and sort and that is embedded in you. And so though it may be a stressful, like you just may not be able to sit down with a cup of tea and, and a book or a Bible in this season of your life, I promise you other tensions and other things pull on you. So mm -hmm. never live with the ideology of the one day when, yeah. because the one day when is Great. never yeah. coming. I think if we could replace the word rest with peace, we're supposed to do life from a place of peace, mm -hmm. not being fraught and fractious, but a, but a place of peace. We're supposed to do I life from that. a place that is restful and not stressful. Mm -hmm. So a little bit like I said earlier, if you're stressed, then you're out of step somewhere. You're out of sync somewhere. I, I know I raised three boys. I'm you know, in the early days, my husband was in the police and and so he was on shift work. And so the carnage of three boys and trying to be, and they were all at different ages of life mm -hmm. and trying to be at their different activities and had one in nursery, one in primary, one in high school all at yeah. the same time and trying to to navigate my way through that. But this scripture when I really learned the true meaning of it, I felt like it was quite revolutionary for me. And it's one that I believe you can apply to any season of your life. It's Matthew 11 verse 28. And he says, come to me, those who are weary. This is Jesus speaking. Come to me, those who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And actually later he goes on to say, come and walk with me and work mm. with me. Yeah. So we often think rest is, I just need to flop on the couch and do nothing. Yeah. But actually the true definition of rest is finding your pace in Christ. Yeah, Jesus knows the life that we've got. There's nothing like God blessed you with the kids. 
So he knows the wiring of them, the makeup of them, and he knows the task that you've got in hand. But he's set you a pace to walk out with those children. In the same way, if you've got a a woman who's, you know, a high-flying businesswoman, or she's really um, full on in her work, or maybe you're at a season of life where you've got elderly parents and you're trying to take care of the parents. So uh, honestly, as women, we just spin plates. It's what we get good at. It's what we do in a way that I think in part we're designed to do. But the key is in all that you do, do it unto God. Mm -hmm. So do it as though you were doing it for Christ. So we have to, um, when it says, come work with me, what that's really saying is God is saying, include me in your work. So it's like, include me in the raising of your children and the running of your house. Include me in your marriage. Include me in those high-end business decisions that need to be made. Include me in the melee of problems you've got to sort out. Include me in that family struggle. Include me in the tension in the the office. Like, include me in your work. But I love the way the message translation just after that scripture It says in verse 29, he says, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it and learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. But honestly, that line, the unforced rhythms of grace has spoken to me for years because what I've learned is doing life in Christ, there's a rhythm to it. Yeah. Now, I've grown up in a family of musicians and my whole household are music. Like, I'm surrounded by music all the time and they're making music, they're producing music all of the time. So I understand rhythm. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever heard a band or an orchestra playing, you get one instrument that's out of sync with the rest. It sounds awful. It's so obvious. Or (laughs) if you've ever tried to see somebody dancing with you know, and they've not got that natural rhythm and they're totally off beat with the natural (laughs) beat. It looks awkward and it looks clumsy. And what I've learned is that in every sphere of my life, at every age and stage of my life, there is a rhythm that I have to find that God has set the tempo and the pace. And it's like, come on, Emma, this is it. It's a waltz. It's easy. It's a waltz. It's easy. Mm -hmm. Now, I find people saying to me, you know, often, oh, I don't know how you do what you need, what you do. I don't know how you keep up. And and then other people will say to me, "Um, you need a rest. You need to slow down and stop. And I'm just like, but I don't find what I'm doing. It's busy, but it's not, it's not killing me it's not hurting me I I am fulfilled in what I do and like I said before when I'm when I am feeling stressed feeling fatigued feeling like I like I'm I'm getting narky Mm -hmm. you know um I know that I'm not in rhythm yeah I've overstepped the boundary I'm missing myself then I have to go back to God and I have to go I need to find my rhythm in you again God yeah okay i need to breathe what do you want me to pick up jesus himself didn't do everything he could have done when he was on earth he didn't heal everybody in fact jesus walked past more sick people than he actually healed and the disciples asked him about it and he said i will only do that which my father's instructed me to do in other words 
God has given me a plan for my life. I need to walk in the plan that he's given me. Mm-hmm. I need to raise the kids the way he wants me to raise the kids. So if I start speaking to my family in, a, in an unkind way, if I start a shouting match with my husband, if I start being critical to the kids, then guess what? I'm not in the rhythm. Yeah. I'm out of rhythm. Yeah. I'm going to feel tired. I'm going to feel moody. I'm going to be stressed. I'm gonna, I need to realize I've got to find my rhythm yeah. again. It ends that scripture by saying, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Yeah. And that does, Love you that. can have more responsibility than anyone else, yeah. but yet live freer yeah. and live lighter because you found your rhythm of yeah. doing what you carry in him yeah love that scripture one of my favorite scriptures so so much goodness and encouragement in it and wisdom in it as well but you know i think within that we all have different capacities and some are high and some are lower and let's talk about the 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 lower end of the spectrum because actually we can so easily fall into the category of those who say you need more rest and they believe so much in rest yeah. that actually there's a thing such as too much rest and we <laughs> might call that being lazy. <laughs> and maybe this is more towards, I don't know, teenagers, but I'm, no, I'm not certain, I'm joking. Teenagers are not all lazy, but you know, some people do maybe, they, they, they lose that line of discernment when it comes to yeah. rest and almost yeah. too much rest. Yeah. So how do we discern that? How do we discern like right now in my life, am I actually resting too much yeah you know another great question to be honest with you Meg because I I think it starts by asking yourself what do you want out of life yeah because I know for me uh, you know I I still want to run at life with arms wide open Mm -hmm. I want all that God's got for me I don't want to leave any stone unturned and some people just are happy coasting through life yeah so I think we can never judge somebody by our own yardstick. You've got to ask yourself, what do I want out of life? And, um, you know, it, it's resting is good and it energizes you. And there's all sorts of health benefits about sleep and getting enough sleep yeah. patterns and, and, and making sure you have a deep sleep and a proper sleep. And sleep is so important. And, I, and I'm not the best disciplined at going to bed. Do you know what I mean? Or I can get into bed, but then I want to watch a movie or or start a conversation. And and so there is something I'd like to get better at is, is that part of my life. But I do think, you know, rest is beneficial and rest is good and it's very, very important. But, and, and again, listening to your body. So a couple of weeks back, well, in fact, to tell you when it was, it's when we started our fast. Our church did yeah. a 21 day fast and, and everybody could choose. And I did a Daniel type fast. And so on the Sunday, I just stopped tea and coffee, like just like a tap, just turned it off. And I didn't realize how many cups of tea and coffee I have in the day because if I'm working and I'm sitting at a desk, I'm just always getting a hot drink. And I went into like three days of migraines, like Mm -hmm. uh, it made me poorly. And I can just remember I was due to speak the following weekend in church and I was on the couch and I was green. I had migraine strips across my head. I was on every migraine leave I could be on tablet wise. And Luke phoned me and he was like, how are you? And I said, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just trying to work through my message for Sunday. And he was like, Emma, put your Mac down and go to sleep. Yeah. 
you know, and it was so liberating him saying that to me, but it, it shouldn't have taken him that to say yeah. to me. And it was just realizing, you know what? Yeah, everything, everything can wait. My mm-hmm. body needs to heal. Yeah, it needs that. rest right now and it needs to heal. Yeah. But the flip side of that, of course, is there's the age old thing, you know, if you want something, do and ask a busy person. Yeah. It Because honestly, the more you do, the bigger the capacity is that you have to do. I am not someone like... I, my house, like I, you know, even right now as we're sitting here, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's laundry, piles of laundry and this has been left out and that's been, I like, it, it gets in chaos yeah. at, at a time. And But I don't need a whole day. I don't need to put a day to yeah. the side to sort my house out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on girls, like while the kettle's boiling, you can run around and put the laundry in and put the soap powder in and let the dog out and let the dog back in and get the dog's yeah. food bowl filled up and put the dishes in the dish. Oh, while the kettle's boiling. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. can get it done in yeah. shifts. I get up in the morning and and sometimes I'll just run around with the hoover and do another load of washing yeah. before I've even taken Luke a cup of tea up. It's, yeah. I don't need to put a day aside to get my housework done. So it's kind of like I, I, if I want to be that person that I want, the more I want out of life, mm-hmm. the more I'm going to have to do. And yeah. some people want responsibility, but then when the responsibility comes, they don't like the pressure that comes with the responsibility. And I love my home and I love spending time being creative and I love relaxing in my home as well. Mm-hmm. But I read this really interesting thing on um, an article the other week and it just made me stop and think. And to be honest, it's it's something the Bible talks about all the time. But it said like, have you ever stopped to think that we're building and decorating homes for someone else to live in? Mm. And meaning that we're only here for a short time on this earth. Yeah. So great as your home is it's not the be all and the end all to your life and if all you do is titivate your house and polish and clean and make sure everything's in order what fruit is at the end Mm. of that yeah you know um and so so please don't get me wrong on that you know me I love my house I love all things girly housey and playing and but but a balance and a perspective and that's and um I think as well like sometimes rest all you need is a little pocket of it. Like sometimes all I need Absolutely. is that 20 minute power nap or like yes. Nathan have the kids. I just need 30 minutes yeah. in the room, door just shut to just to rest. Yeah. yeah. Or a 20 minute bath. And yeah. every just go for a drive in the car yeah. on my own. Sometimes I love my worship music. I love my worship music, but there's even times, especially when I'm driving, I have to turn it all off. No radio, no worship music, nothing. Yeah. I need silence yeah. and I can just be driving in absolute silence Mm. but it's what my mind needs at that moment yeah and like you said you don't need necessarily a whole day to rest and go again sometimes you just need that little window have you got an hour in your day that you need to reset you know if the kids are at nursery and I'd have to pick them up for an hour I'm like I love that hour because I'm I'm just going to reset in this hour and I'm going to go again and sometimes too much rest you feel it at the end if I've had a whole day and actually I've rested too much I'm like I feel groggy you feel even worse about it it's really hard it's not good for you it's hard to motivate yourself when you've you know it's really hard to motivate yourself when you've had a lot of time to yourself yeah that's it love it and um to finish this conversation I think we you know we've talked a lot about what the bible says but you know in the old testament they had this you know in the ten commandments one of them was to about the sabbath and I think that's really you know good place to sort of end this on because actually a lot of us you know especially new christians they might not actually know what this term sabbath means Mm. um 
dive into it, M. What does the Sabbath mean? Mm. And how do we, or is it even still relevant for us now? Yeah. It was written in the Ten Commandments a long time ago. I think it's relevant to us now. Um, perhaps in a slightly different form to it was in the Jewish culture. And I think it's relevant to us because it was actually God that enforced the Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. And God made us, created us, designed us, wired us. He knows the makeup of us. So he actually knows your body can't keep going 24-7. It needs a rest. It needs a change of scenery. It needs to re-engage with the people in your world that matter, your family. And so I think if anything God's ordained or instructed is is vital, it's important. So, you know, that God created the world six days and on the seventh day he rested. So... Goodness me, if God needs to rest, how much more do we need yeah. to rest? And so he was seven days and he rested. And then it became something that, you know, through the Ten Commandments, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Yeah. And so it used to start on a Friday night in the Jewish culture and end on a Saturday night. And on that Sabbath, they did no work at all. Mm-hmm. And when I say no work, I mean like nothing. It was just, it was around maybe having a meal or and just family conversation and you know um there's various different um various different ways that they would keep the sabbath and they had a protocol and a process that they would go through for us today in our western culture in the 21st century it looks more like it's our sunday it's our version of a sunday Remember, keep the Sabbath day, you know, uh, remember the Lord, keep the Sabbath day holy. And Mm -hmm. so that's why we have church every seven days. That's why we do what we do on a Sunday. I think the world used to be very much like that in times gone by. There was no shops, there was no work, nothing happened. So actually going back in our ancestry, church was quite a pivotal thing to families. Whereas now cultures change so much. A lot of people work over the weekends. Yeah. Shops are open all over the weekend. It's it's very different. But for those of us who are followers of Christ, we ought to make the house of God a priority on yeah. a Sunday. That should be like, you know, and I don't know what you do with the rest of your day, but 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 it should, you know, for for us, it's God and it's family, yeah. and that's that's how we spend our Sundays. Yeah. And coming together with the family of God mm-hmm. and remembering who he is and remembering and acknowledging what he did for us. And I don't look at Sunday as the last day of the week. Sunday is the first day yeah. of the week for me. It's how I start. Yeah, I Sunday that. is my Sabbath that sets me up for everything that is mm-hmm. to come. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that, Emma. Well, this conversation has been great. I'm ready to go home and rest. (laughs) (laughs) Have some lunch and rest. Yeah. (laughs) But no, girls, we've loved having you join us today on this conversation. And hey, if there's someone in your world who you know needs to have rest or they need to have the right rest, then share this podcast with them. It is on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, share it with them. And hey, in the meantime, if you haven't booked your conference ticket yet, we are gathering together in May, May the 24th and 5th in the ACC Arena. And we want to see you there. So head on over to our website and get your tickets. But girls, have a great week.